John chapter 16. I've told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith. For you will be expelled from the synagogues, and the time is coming when those who kill you will think they're doing a holy service for God. This is because they've never known the Father or me. Yes, I'm telling you these things now, so that when they happen, you'll remember my warning. I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you for a while longer. But now I'm going away to the one who sent me, and not one of you is asking where I'm going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. But in fact, it's best for you that I go away, because if I don't, the advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. When he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father, and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. There's much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the Spirit of Truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on His own, but will tell you what He has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever He receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever He receives from me. In a little while, you won't see me anymore, but a little while after that, you will see me again. Some of the disciples asked each other, what does he mean when he says in a little while you won't see me, but then you will see me and I'm going to the Father? And what does he mean by a little while? We don't understand. Jesus realized they wanted to ask him about it, so he said, are you asking yourselves what I meant? I said in a little while you won't see me, but a little while after that you will see me again. I tell you the truth, you will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will be suddenly turned to wonderful joy. It will be like a woman suffering the pains of labor. When her child is born, her anguish gives way to joy because she's brought a new baby into the world. So you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice, and no one can rob you of that joy. At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth. You will ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask, using my name, and you will receive, and you will have abundant joy. I've spoken of these matters in figures of speech, but soon I will stop speaking figuratively and will tell you plainly all about the Father. Then you will ask in my name. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I came from God. Yes, I came from the Father into the world, and now I will leave the world and return to the Father. Then the disciples said, at least you're speaking plainly and not figuratively. Now we understand that you know everything and there's no need to question you. From this, we believe that you came from God. Jesus asked, do you finally believe? But the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now when you will be scattered, each one going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I'm not alone because the Father is with me. 
I've told you this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I've overcome the world. Father, we thank you that we can pray in the name of Jesus. We thank you that when Jesus went to heaven, he sent us a comforter, the Holy Spirit. We thank you that we are never alone because you are with us. We thank you that we have peace in you. And even on earth, that we may have trials and sorrows, but we take heart because Jesus has overcome the world. We thank you for the plain explanation of your working and how to pray, and that Jesus introduced us to you, our Heavenly Father. And we just thank you that we are never alone. And we have joy. We choose to stir up the gift of God that is within us. We are born again. We are born of your Holy Spirit. And we renew our minds with your word today. We thank you and we praise you for the great comforter. And we thank you that you convict us of sin. And we are made right with you. And you just want us to repent of our sins, to be close to you. And we thank you and we praise you that we are yours. And we are your children. And anything that we ask in Jesus' name, you gladly want to give us. And, you know, you don't want us asking out of greed. You look at our motive and you want us to forgive. And you tell us. You instruct us in your word. And as we go along this journey with you, oh, you know, how do we get our prayers answered? You've told us uh, that in Mark 11 that we have to forgive. And so when we forgive is when you forgive us. That's a preface to our prayers being answered. And here, you know, you're really talking about just believing you. And we believe you and we take you at your word. And we're not going to take things out of context. And we're not going to look here or there. We're going to look at your word. And we're going to say to you, I believe. And I ask the Father in the name of Jesus. And I trust you. Just like a good earthly father wants to take care of his children, how much more do you? You know, if we ask a good earthly father for something, it, it's like he really wants us to have it uh, because our happiness. What do you ask parents? What do you want for your children? The, the parents will say, why, I want my kids to be happy. And you do. You want us to be happy. You want to make us into the image of Jesus and you want us to walk close with you so you're always working and purifying us and leading us on your pathway that is very narrow and very straight and you're very specific you know it's all worth it we surrender to your working because we want to know you we want to be close to you and also we need you we think we can do things but even our very breath comes from you we have no life without you. You uphold everything with the word of your power. Nothing should exist according to science. And yet, 
you are upholding everything. It is so supernatural that the scientists can't understand how we are here. That is just amazing that you are upholding the universe with the word of your power and our very breath and life is from you. Help us to comprehend you and who you are. And today, we thank you. We ask you, oh, Father, and you already know what we need. And may we focus on get to the place where we're saying, I just want to be close to you. And I want to know you. And I want to hear what are you thinking about today and what's on your heart. And the more that we reach out and are intentional about this, then may we flow in your river of love, in your river of light. May the river that is in us flow out of us and bless those around us. And Father, we just thank you for all of this today in the name of Jesus.